0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Stephen Gerrard talks Alfredo Morelos' future as Brendan Rodgers reveals if Leicester are interested. Stephen Naismith will miss Scotland's Euro qualifiers this month. And what do we make of the latest VAR controversy? I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Well, Gordon, there's no doubt Alfredo Morelos has been one of the stars of the season and Rangers fans may be resigned to losing him, but how... Furious would they be If it was Brendan Rodgers Who was the man To take him down south Brendan Rodgers came out today And says someone's having a laugh But Is it a laugh When you've got a guy Who's closing in 30 goals To take him To the Premiership Who knows I'm sure there'll be other teams Interested in him So We'll get a glimpse of him tomorrow night Once again And I'm thoroughly looking forward To this weekend's matches Big one tomorrow night Followed by a big one Saturday Huge weekend of football again And it's not often the Champions League makes its way onto our radar at this time of the, the season Gordon DL But everyone, everyone has got an opinion on VAR after last night So I'm looking forward to getting stuck into that a bit later on as well Yeah, the penalty kick uh, involved Manchester United um, It is a good idea Gordon But it does bring up some discussions you've got to say But what a result for Manchester United What a game, thoroughly enjoyed that one And of course we have Friday night football this week as uh, Rangers take on Hibs tomorrow night uh, you, you don't have to say that it's a, a massive game anymore Because they all are Last night in the show we said it was the final countdown Ten games to go The business end of the season Call it what you will So every game is, is bigger than the last in many ways For Rangers being eight points behind uh, Simple, they've just got to keep picking up points uh, They've got to get the three points tomorrow night And sit back and see what happens at Celtic Park uh, Celtic Aberdeen Aberdeen will probably come with a lot of confidence. They're in Glasgow twice uh, next. Well, this week and next week uh, they've got Celtic, and then obviously a replay against Rangers. So they'll be looking to get into the Rangers game uh, high in confidence. But I think at Celtic Park, Celtic, I've always said it, different animal. They'll have too much for them. So that is an important game, and it's important Rangers keep that eight point gap. By winning tomorrow night I know it'll go down to 5 But I think by the end of Saturday night I'll be back to 8 It's a one four one nine five one one zero two five. Come on let's hear from you We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB Any of tonight's topics Anything else that's on your mind Share it with us on the phones Or on Twitter at Clyde SSB Stephen Gerrard says Alfredo Morelos is a joy to work with And he isn't bothered About more speculation concerning the striker The top scorer has been linked with moves To the likes of Leicester and Dortmund At the end of the season But Gerrard is just focusing on the here and now. I'm sure it's flattering for Alfredo. I think it's a big compliment for him. It shows that he's in terrific form and he's in a great place. In terms of me, nothing changes. Um, you know, love working with the player. Um, he puts a smile on my face when I get out of bed and I'm on my way into training to work with him because he's such a top top player. Um, that's all I've got to say on it. Really, the the, the interest and the speculation is not going to go away. Um, that's something we have to live with but we certainly see it as a compliment because um, I'd be more concerned and more worried if no one was interested in me players A lot of the fascination in the last couple of nights has been about the price tag so Rangers fans does that mean you're resigned to losing him? Do you think it's a foregone conclusion in the summer or do you still hold out that hope that he can be kept for next season? You tell us right now 0141 um, I mean, Fulsom and his praise for Alfredo Morelos there Stephen Gerrard yeah, it's fantastic when a player puts a smile on your face getting out of bed. 
Um, you know, he's been great for Rangers this season, you've got to say. And it will be interesting at the end of the, you know, end of the season if they can hold on to him. But it'll all be down to the money, Gordon. It's, if big money comes in, uh, Rangers can't refuse. Rangers are in a good position because they've got him under contract and they can decide when he leaves for the right price. No. Leicester City That's one of the rumours Can you imagine Brendan Rodgers Hands Rangers £20 million To take Alfredo Morelos In the summer Wouldn't that be quite something Even by Scottish football standards Well is it likely Here's what Brendan Rodgers Had to say I think someone's trying To wind someone up I think think? uh, Yeah listen I never I never will comment On speculation on, On any player My focus is With the players We have now you know, the terrific bunch. We want to help and improve them and see where we can get to and where we're at by the end of the season. And then, of course, our, our planning to to help the squad uh, will take place, obviously, before the end of the season. And then we can improve it then. Well, that's that, by the looks of it. Mm. Someone's pulling you. Like, like I say, a guy who's approaching 30 goals in Scotland does get attention from down south that's why I'm not surprised if he goes and he will command a big transfer fee I've heard loads of people say he's not worth the money you know he's hardly done anything you score that amount of goals in Scotland and still got a few games left you know he could easily get to you know 30 plus 35 goals that's a big deal so would you be surprised if Brendan Rodgers comes in and has a nibble he knows the player well from viewing him you know up here in Scotland So I certainly wouldn't be surprised But one thing's for sure If he does come in for him He'll not be the only one You know there will be t- teams on the continent continent, And I would reckon One or two other English teams Who, who would take a, a wee shot at Alfredo Morelos Well God, he's saying there Someone's winding someone up mm-hmm. He says So he's He's distancing himself from the suggestion Well Brendan's got a habit of distancing himself From a lot of things We we found out (laughs) A couple of weeks ago Gordon Right okay That's the way it's going to be is it? Yeah He's just boxing clever Yes I think he would be On Brendan Rodgers' radar Um, But remember he's got Vardy there as well And the question mark for Brendan Rodgers would be You know Morelos' temperament Can he handle that? Would he want that? Uh, He's got Terrific talent, you've got to say, the boy. And Mark's right about the goals he's scoring. He's had a great, great season. There will be clubs interested in him, but it's just wonder if Brendan Rodgers would take that. John's a Rangers fan on the line, 0141-951-1025. We asked you quite simply, Rangers fans, are you resigned to losing him? Is it at that stage, or do you still hold out some hope that he will be here next season? 0141-951-1025. John's in Bears Den. What are your thoughts, John? I think uh, Morelis will probably leave Rangers if it's this summer or the following summer. But Mark, your your statement that Rangers fans would be furious if Brendan Rodgers came along and bought Morelis. To the contrary, I for one and many of my fellow Rangers fans would be delighted if Morelis leaves and we get, say, £20 million. And I know the figures have been bandied about here and there. But if Rangers were to get £20 million for Morelis, even from uh, Leicester City, that money could be better utilised to take the club forward. So the reality is that the lad will go to the highest bidder. And if that happens to be Brendan Rodgers, good luck to the player. Yeah, no, listen, that's that's a fair comment from you. I I just thought, you know, the whole Brendan Rodgers, the success he's had over Rangers here. No, I, would, I think, is it not more likely arc. to be the Celtic fans that would be irked by it? Because well, they've given Rangers I mean, money. Well, they're no, giving them money, but I, I would have thought Rangers... Best player, standout player this season, been taken away from the guy who, you know, beat them in everything. 
weakens I thought the that would have okay. weakened the team and, and annoyed player, uh, fans. But like John says, John's looked at it in the, in the, the realistic side. Getting you know twenty million if that was the fee to do things elsewhere in the team would be a positive. But the way we work here in the west of Scotland, I think some Rangers fans would would be annoyed at it was Brendan Rodgers that I'd, took him I'd, away. I'd, I know what you're saying, Mark, but I don't really think that's the case because he's going to England. It's not like he's going to come back with Brendan Rodgers and haunt Rangers. Um, so I think John's right. Whoever comes in and offers Rangers the most money and Rangers are happy to accept that money to go and rebuild into their team, then I don't I don't think a lot of Rangers fans would really care. They don't want him to leave, but would really not care where he went to, whether it was Brendan Rodgers or Leicester or not. The highest bidder. John, you want to come back in? Yeah, I've got to say I agree with the points here. And actually, we have discussed this recently, you know, among my friends and some of support Rangers some of support Celtic and in actual fact it's the Celtic fans that are more upset Brendan Rodgers would be seen to be giving Rangers £20 million into the coffers now at the end of the day somebody will give Rangers a figure for Morelis whatever that may be will be decided at the time but it seems to be it's just, the Celtic fans I know are more perturbed that Brendan would give the money mm. to Rangers and not to Celtic. Yeah, I mean, he's distanced himself anyway from that today, Gordon. Is, is it a foregone conclusion? Has his form been been too good for clubs to resist this season? Will it will it definitely be in the summer or can Rangers hang on to him? I appreciate I'm asking you to do a bit of um, I think it'll a bit be a hard, Meg here. But I think it'll be a hard fight, Gordon, to keep him after the summer. Once the season's over with, I'm sure that Rangers will get... You know, the, the, the phone will be ringing, uh, asking the valuation. And then it's up to whoever comes in to, you know, if Rangers are happy with that valuation. As I said earlier, the good thing for Rangers, they're, con- they're in control, really. Because the, the, the lad's on a new contract, so they can sit back and wait for the highest bidder to come in. And if it suits Morelis, he's already come out and said that he wants to go and play in the English Premiership. Now, if he's scoring that amount of goals up here, then there will be teams down there who will be on the radar. There's no doubt in that. But it all comes down to valuation from the club that's buying and the club that's selling. And if they can get together, I think Morelis will leave Rangers. 0141-951-1025. That is the number you need. You can tweet at Clyde SSB. Let's take another one on this from Paul and Motherwell. Hi, Paul. Hi, Gordon. Hi, Paul. What's your take? It's on Morelos. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I've got a thing. This is insane. Club goal scored by the age of 22. Didier Drogba, 8. Thierry Henry, 57. Ibrahimovic, 62. Shearer, 65. Suarez, 77. Rooney, 94. Ronaldo, 97. And Alfredo Morelos, 97. And counting. Yeah, and they'd be saying he's worth 20 million Yeah, but the only thing I'll say about that, Paul No disrespect uh, He's not played in the highest leagues You know, he's came from Finland um, He's come over to Scotland He's still to go and prove it You know, you're talking about guys like Wayne Rooney Who has done it season in, season out In the top, top league So, I agree I think the boy's a natural goal scorer I think he's got great ability This year he's been brilliant for me I think that it's the opportunity for him to go down there and prove his worth, but he's got to still prove that he is a top striker by playing in that league. It's just people are saying, oh, they don't think Morelos can do it. 
anywhere else because he's doing it in Scotland. Of course he could, he's a natural talent. You see the different goals he scores and then they're trying to compare him to Dembele. But you're trying to compare him to Wayne Rooney and people like that. No, no, who's, no, who's done it at the highest level and no, played with England the amount of times he's played with England. So you're no, doing no, the same. I'm comparing I've never seen it. He's top for that leaderboard. Okay, it's been in uh, the best of leagues. But the Celtic fans are going, oh, he's no good as Dembele. We got this, got that from him. Where did Dembele come from before they went to Celtic? It is very difficult to put on a price tag. On a player Until the first Actual bid comes in I mean I know We were speaking about Morelos last year Was it the Chinese club And 8 million quid or the, But no It didn't really Come out if that was An official bid Until the first Official bid comes in Then you can go Well The club obviously Value at that If they accept it Or The club value mm. Way above that If they don't accept it So it'll be interesting I think it will come this summer And I think Morelos Has made it clear That he wants to Play at a higher level uh, and for his international career as well He's also stated that He wants to play at that level So he can further himself in that field This has to be about more than just The pure number of goals scored surely Surely you take more than that into account Because I mean you look, What was it? What did Lee Griffiths get in a season? 40? 40 mm-hmm. goals in one season? I don't remember anyone suggesting He was worth 20 million So mm-hmm. you've got to look beyond the, the numbers surely Yeah You look at the full package Gordon um, And the boys certainly got You know Probably 9 out of 10 of it the biggest problem is his temperament, um, getting sent off and getting caught up. But that's what makes him. Um, I think that he has still got to go and prove himself, but he's certainly at his age. He's a terrific talent, as I keep saying. Um, he'll get better and better as a striker as well. And um, I think that he, he would go to England, and I think he could be a success in England. I, I, really think, we, I think we like Griffiths as well. He'd been to England, hadn't yeah. he? And he came back here and, and scored And people may have looked at that and thought Well, we've, we've seen a glimpse him in England We know what he can do We're not going to take a gamble on him just now Whereas Morelos It'd be a wee bit of an unknown quantity For English teams They'd think, well, you know he's he scored 30 goals that season Can we better him? How much more can we get out of him? Um, playing against these players These stronger players So I think clubs would you know, have a, a go at him for that reason To see how much potential mm. And how much they can push him on As always a mixed bag on Twitter Katich is on Says personally I think Morelos will be aware Wish him the best He's fought for the badge every time He's too good for our league He's destined for better things As long as we get fair money To replace him That's okay with me um, But Henke's on Says uh, Liam Boyce scored 28 goals In the Premier League He went to Burton So there we go Just trying to Some other examples Paul will come back in uh, no, just, Morelos is what I heard saying It's a different class Every time he plays I mean Rangers seem to play different when he plays and you can see defenders are all over the place when he's there if, if he hadn't been sent off and been stupid the, high, the way he had been this season he would beat four the goals I'll no doubt about it but if he could just change the way he was he'd be a total different he'd be worth a lot more money it's just where a manager has got mm. a chance on that not. Is that even the case though because history tells you that these, there, are, there are loads of players at different levels who live on the edge and have disciplinary mm. issues. It never really seems to stop them getting moves. People always talk about it, and before anyone jumps in at the comparison, I know this guy is playing at a completely different level. But Suarez is the obvious example. He had incident after incident, disciplinary issue after disciplinary issue. But people overlooked that for the talent. I am not saying Morelos is as good, but in relative terms, surely a club would overlook it as well. Yeah, I think the the top managers, Gordon. I think they believe in their ability to go and manage guys like Morelos. You don't want to take everything away from him. 
Um, he does He plays on the edge That's what makes him such a good, good player He just sometimes goes over the edge And gets himself into trouble uh, And it is frustrating Especially for Rangers Because I think Paul's right uh, Rangers are a different side when he is playing um, Of that there's no doubt So, no, I, I don't think that will stop Managers coming in and want to take him um, let's hear a bit more from Stephen Gerrard Rangers head to Hibs tomorrow night They put an impressive performance on their last visit to Easter Road But ended up settling for a draw um, Stephen Gerrard says simply it's getting the three points that counts I'd much rather us play at a lower level and get maximum points and win the game So that's the important thing here We're going for the points um, The performance will be a bonus But it is always nice when you go to these places And, and people realise and uh, appreciate the performance that the players put in you know, speaking to Neil Lennon after the game, he was very impressed with the team as well. But you get nothing for that. Um, we went away with one point and we should have went away with three. Um, and, and, and that's the pressure we're under. We need to go there, try and find a performance that's capable of getting three rather than one. So another hostile environment for the players. But I think it's a game that the players are really looking forward to. You know, it's a, it's a good place to go and play, a good atmosphere. And um, it's a game we're really looking forward to. And we learned throughout the week Gordon Diel We're talking about 10 games to go Some Rangers fans got in touch And said you know what As unlikely as it is They still think Rangers Have got that chance Of, of winning the league I suppose that Even for the, the eternal optimists out there That would change significantly If they don't get all three points tomorrow That's why it's huge um, If they don't get all three points tomorrow They can kiss it goodbye I don't think they've got Much of a chance Gordon But stranger things have happened in football I just think that Celtic have got over this disappointment of the, the Brendan Rodgers exit. Neil Lennon's come in, steadied the ship with John Kennedy. Uh, they've had two terrific results. I fancy them strongly to beat Aberdeen, that's why I'm saying. And I think the Rangers manager knows that they must go through to Edinburgh tomorrow night and get three points. It's a tough, tough game for them. You know, always going Easter Road is a tough venue and it's always entertaining between Hibs v Rangers there. But... If Hibs play the same way that they, they set up against Celtic last week I think Rangers will run over the top of them I think Paul Heckenbottom got his tactics totally wrong against Celtic And if Hibs sit off Rangers the same way Then Rangers have got the players Especially in wide areas To provide for guys like Morelos to score And Rangers will win the game So one four one nine five one one zero two five. Twitter is at Clyde SSB We're going to keep those calls coming uh, on Twitter uh, Honestly Everything's a mixed bag here But particularly this Morelos business And you know what's unsurprising? It really just depends what team you support mm. Tommy's on He says Morelos has never played Champions League Or scored against Celtic Rangers will get no more than 7-8 to eight million And Stephen says Why are you always trying to downvalue players like Morelos? You should be bigging up all the players in the SPL I could have swore you both said That they should command a big fee mm, Yeah, I don't know Maybe Stephen heard something else At Clyde SSB on Twitter 0141951 1025 That is the number You need to get in touch Stephen Naismith Has been ruled out Of Scotland's qualifiers Later this month He's going to miss Most of the season um, Just wondering Who you think Should lead the line For Scotland then Stephen Fletcher Has the jersey Oliver Burke Has re-emerged We'll get your thoughts On that after we Take one more call Let's speak to Jerry, Who's a Celtic fan In Bothell Hi Jerry. How you doing? Not too bad Jerry. What's your What's on your mind tonight? Um, I was talking about Morelis uh, Being a great striker but he's, he's uh, scored goals against everybody else apart from Celtic. Uh, yep, yeah, he has. So Jerry, do me a favour, will you, if you can? Jerry, can you turn your radio off in the background? I can hear myself, and pff, that's not mm. pretty. Mm. Um, what that, that's the 
it's the obvious one People keep talking yeah. about it Saying yeah Morelos That's the, the The one thing that people Seem to be holding against him Is that he's not yet scored Against Celtic How much does that matter? Mm, I, I don't think it's a be all and end all um, You know He scored a A hell of a lot of goals This year You know Coming up to I think it's 28 But I think he'll He'll get over the 30 mark Scottish football It's a brave prediction yeah, two, well, two more goals yeah, Well you yeah. never know Guys <laughs> that's like that's why you're here. Fence, this Gordon Dale Dried up That's why he had to retire So you never know When it happens But um, That's still That's still a, a mean feat in itself Scoring that amount of goals And his overall play I get what some people say He has to score against Celtic To prove himself I don't think so I mean Chris Boyd well, I mean it would help though wouldn't I, it? I would help But remember Chris Boyd Struggled against Celtic Never scored mm-hmm. But it didn't stop him From going on And down south And being one of the top scorers In Scottish football um, For many a year and Yeah but to be like fair and, and as good a goal scorer As Chris Boyd was People are predicting That Morelos is going to go To a higher level Than that though aren't they Yeah yeah. So but I'm playing, maybe maybe again, playing, uh, playing with better players That he will get At a higher level he certainly, anyway, he's certainly shown when he gets chances He can put them away Now I know the argument is He had the greatest chance of all against Celtic And he couldn't put it in from a yard Get that, it was a horrendous miss However, the variety of goals he scores Albeit against other teams And some of them are good Teams, Aberdeen away I just caught a glimpse of it on the TV there His side foot finish, beautiful finish So he's got a variety of goals St Johnson as well, that's the one they keep St Johnson as well, I mean... There's no doubt about it He's a top front man In this league And the question is If he can go ahead And do it in In the English league um, I suppose age comes into it To be fair That's where it's Young guy as well Gordon, I don't, I don't think Gordon in the summer if, When the clubs are interested In Morelos That they'll look and think Well hold on a minute Let's sit down And have a talk about this He's not scored against Celtic I don't think that'll come into equation. I know I know what you're saying, Jerry, that he hasn't and as a Rangers as a Rangers striker, you always want to score against Celtic. That's your big one. Scoring against Celtic is Mark, you know, he scored against Rangers with the biggest fluke I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and again, still, me, and still, and <laughs> still lives still lives on it. But I'm sure that there's still games to go, remember, mm. uh, against Celtic. I, I mean, there's a couple of games to go. Yeah, uh, but, but I don't think I'll come. I don't think I'll come in the equation. Aberdeen, then we beat them in the semi-final. Carry on, Jerry. We've got you. Oh, I'm just uh, trying to be facetious. All right, okay, go ahead. Uh, when, uh, when Rangers uh, beat Aberdeen in the semi-final next week, then Celtic play Aberdeen, uh, play Rangers. In the semi-final We'll, we'll put them out again And Morelos won't score again Alright well To be fair I'm not being funny about this But Not many Rangers players Have scored Against Celtic You know In this This current period You know Rangers have found it Exceptionally hard To play against Celtic Celtic had a lot of the ball Under Brendan Rodgers Reign When Morelos was on the opposite side And Celtic You know More often than not Ran over the top of Rangers It's incredibly hard When you're a striker Playing yourself to score no, Or create for yourself So You also got to take that Into consideration Why he's not scored Jerry and Bothwell Thank you 0141 Some significant injury news um, Regarding the, the Premiership And Scotland Stephen Naismith's been ruled out Of the qualifiers Later this month It looks like knee surgery Out for at least 8 weeks He is back at Norwich For treatment Craig Levine's hoping He hasn't played his last game For the Jambos I feel For, for Stephen More than anybody else You know he's uh... He obviously wanted to be involved on on Monday, and he, you know, we've got a replay, and hopefully we get through. And there's there's other big games ahead. 
He's also sitting in 49 caps, one away from his, uh, his 50th. He's a, a player whose generation have kind of missed uh, getting to major finals. There's a chance Scotland might get to a major final. So I feel sorry for him, you know. I, I, he's worked ever so hard to get back the last time and then you know, this happens to him again. So I've made a, uh, an offer. So he, he was taking his time, he said he wasn't going to make a decision. Uh, of course, he needs to get back fit again. That would be the primary concern at the moment. Two things to come out of that. It's obviously a blow for Hearts. You don't need me to tell you how yeah, important yeah, Stephen yeah. Naismith has been for them. He's going to miss the Scotland games. We know Lee Griffiths is, is not playing football at the moment. He's certainly not an option for that. So you've got Stephen Fletcher, who had the jersey from the mm. previous games, and now the re emergence of Ollie Burke. Who, who leads the line then? Is it, is it a straight shootout between those two? See, see be honest with you, Gordon. Um, I think that everyone goes with this lone striker. See Fletcher, the one thing he's great at is flick-ons. He's brilliant. He, he, you know, he's good in there. He gets the flick-ons. See if you've got someone with the pace of Burke who's playing very well just now and he terrifies defences. I would tend to go with both up top and, and change my formation. Because I think, I think you've got to get... For Scotland, me personally, I think you've got to get your best players on the park. I think Fletcher brings so much experience. He's good at holding the ball up as well. Um, you know, there's arguments that Burke can play off the wide areas, but Forrest is a certainty to play there if if fit. I would love to see these two guys playing through the mix. I think they'd be a total. Remember handful. Johnny Russell was in the mix as well. You know, he he's the one that got the nod alongside Stephen Naismith. I think that was a big surprise. To, yeah, that was to at people. the start of the Nations League campaign, yeah. wasn't it? I'm thinking the last game was Fletcher. He scored, didn't he? In one of yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean. I'm, I'm with Gordon I think um, Alex McLeish showed He's not scared to change things If you've got a guy uh, Like Fletcher Who's on form Who is big But he needs someone Mobile round about him Well why not Ollie Burke I'm, I'm with Daz in this one Because Ollie Burke's shown Playing up top I, th- I thought he was coming to Scotland To be an out and out wide man But through the middle it, He's devastating with that pace And that's what your national team need Someday it can take you up the park It shows you what the move to Celtic has done For for both parties really Because Oli Burke wasn't in the conversation When we spoke about this the last time And all of a sudden Mm. You would be be amazed if he wasn't in the squad wouldn't you? When he comes around I'd I'd be shocked Because I think You know there was question marks over him You know he was young He'd had failed moves elsewhere And people thought Is this going to be another failed move? But you've got to hand it to the boy He's come up he, he started terrifically well Got off to a, a flying start With his goal scoring And he looks like he's loving his time And that's exactly why he came to Celtic You know, to play most weeks And to reinvent his international career And I'd be shocked if he wasn't included in that squad Well, no squad, but starting 11 Yeah 0141 Kenny is a Hearts fan on the line Big news for you today, Kenny And not not good news uh, No, evening guys I, I think... Uh... To be quite honest, it's been a cracking season. Uh, I think it's a jambo. I don't think we would have expected to get so many injuries uh, when the numbers go going. You know, we lose virtually half a team uh, when we played Celtic in the semi, and it's kind of been repeating itself since then. You know, Baguchi was out for long enough. I mean, thankfully the day he's just signed another three-year extension to his contract and Suter and Berra. But I think uh, Hearts have been very, very unlucky. You know, most teams lose maybe the one or two, but. We virtually lost half a team every time when you start to get them back and they're all away again. Uh, and I think Naismith's a big loss, but hopefully he doesn't fancy America and prepares the son and Gorgie to come back to. Kenny, you've got to be hopeful. Um, you know, he is a big loss. We know that. he's a, He's been a very, very good player for Hearts. An important player. 
But you've got most of your experienced players back now And you look at, for instance, the Scottish Cup You must, you must as a Hearts fan look to say We've got to get to the final here No disrespect, but you would fancy them to beat Partick at Tynecastle And then Inverness in the semi-final So if you don't get to the final And then they might even be back fit by then yeah, but but if you don't get to the final with without Naismith or with them in the fi- if you don't get to the final, I think it's go- turning out to be a disappointing season for Hearts. I would I, I, I can agree with you there, Gordon. But to a point, I think when obviously Naismith initially got injured, Craig tried to bring in cover to cover in that area. I mean, I, I think obviously they're building me Harry Cochran up in the background, uh, trying to build them up size wise. But I think uh, Big David Burnett arriving so on, but. I mean, the other night when Hearts drew 1-1 in the, in the game, the Hearts themselves actually beat uh, Partick 9-1 and Big Van Eck was on the score sheet So, and and uh, Wigton and all that as well. I, I hope... I'm, I'm, I'm more uh, positive that we can maybe get to the final, you know, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm more looking forward to next season. I know that sounds daft, but hopefully if he's got a whole squad and they've all had the pre-season, that Hearts will maybe be, fare a wee bit better next season because if they're playing bad and they're fifth, I think we're doing no too bad considering we're in. Kenny, here's, a, here's an, a, a, a point for you then because I know there's a lot of Hearts fans not really pleased with Craig Levine about a couple of weeks ago. If he does not get by Partick Thistle and Inverness, will he come under a lot of pressure from the fans? He's already under immense pressure, Gordon. I mean, I'm on a lot of the Hearts pages, but uh, a lot of them, I mean, all right, that's on the pages. They're all saying, Levine, out, get rid of him and all this carry on, but who would you replace him with? You know, and, and, and Craig's got the, he's got the right... I mean, he's probably been the most successful in the last few years. You know, he'd be his first, he'd be second stint at Hearts where he was runner-up uh, two years on the trot. Uh, hopefully he can get back to that, but I think we've just been unlucky at no actually getting a lot of the goals in the net. Could they be a wee robo, to be honest with you. Don't think he looks like he would still do a job, I must admit. Well, he's no. quite quick with his celebration last week mm. off the, oh, yeah, off off the, the bench. The Listen, I'm a daz. I mean, if, if Hearts don't reach this final, I think it's a disastrous season because there was so much optimism. Well, was, well, there was so much optimism at the start of the season where they went in the run and they were top of the table and people were going, this is going to be a Hearts team that could be challenging for third. Some people said setting, but I, I never thought that, but for third. Now, they've dropped away and I get the injuries. However, the cup draw has been kind to them And if they can't get to the final I think it, it, some Hearts fans mm. would see that as a dis- disaster Under Craig Levine Alec is a Celtic fan in Rossi Hi Alec Hi good evening guys, how you doing? Hi, Not bad Alec, Alec. What's your Hi, point Mark, I remember your 45 yard thunderbolt I <laughs> do you? <laughs> Four and a half yards That's why he's going to play the pitch <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I just heard that uh, Jambo supporter there saying about the the big centre forward for Hearts has signed a, a three-year extension to his deal. He has, yep. And I'm wondering, I mean, I've, I've heard we stuff was at Celtic, might have been stuffed around, I was wondering if this is so they'll get a better price for him. What wow. do you think, Mark? Eat Piazzo, can you see that being Eat a Celtic Piazza, target? A Celtic target? Um, no, not for me. I think every time against Celtic, he's proved a handful. I mean, I was there last Wednesday night and he gave the centre-halves an absolute awful night, you know, barting them about. And he's, he's decent with his feet as well and he can run with the ball, but I think Celtic prefers someone a wee bit more mobile up front. He's pre- is he not more mobile than he looks though? I mean, yeah, he covers the shift, ground. But I think to play at Celtic's level, yeah. you need to be mobile. I was I. Yeah, he is Gordon, and he is a handful. But how do you say this? He's not a, what I call a Celtic player. He's he's more of a heart. He would fit. He fits into the heart system 
you, I don't think he would fit in. It's funny, it is funny how it works because he's he's up at Hearts now, and we get a good look at him, so we know mm. what he's capable of, and that's where suggestions like this come from. Had Celtic signed him from Cambridge United in the yeah. summer, Celtic fans would have been on here going, "Who on earth is this guy?" But once you mm. get a look at him and you see what he's capable of, you maybe change your tune a bit. Yeah, again, you know, it's seen him playing in this league where people get familiar with him, and then coming up against Celtic, a lot. Of, a lot of Celtic fans And listen I'm the same myself You judge players And how they do Against Celtic and Rangers You maybe dismiss them Against the other teams And go oh, They seem an alright player But as soon as they come up Against Celtic Rangers And stand out You go He's a decent player Now if you do that Twice or three times Over a season You automatically mm. Become Oh we did do well in my, uh, You know In our team So uh, Good player But for Celtic Not for me Alec The guys aren't having it Fight your corner well, no, it was just a suggestion. I mean, I remember when Amido Baldi came up with us, so he was going to be <laughs> a superstar, you know, and we, we've arranged a special song for him. Uh, second point, guys, just before I go, is the, the score for Ajax against Real Madrid. Oh, yes. What an absolute fab. I mean, everybody says that we can't have homegrown players in our team. I think Ajax probably got about nine Dutchmen, you know what I mean, all under the age of 20 odds or 22, 23, and they can go to the Bernabeu and win 4 1. You know what I mean? It just goes to show that good players can play if moulded together. Yeah, I mean, listen, there is obviously quite a lot to it. I know Ajax have got easier access to some South American players and so on. But by and large, the point stands. And how refreshing was it to, to see? I was brilliant watching it because I think everyone, well, I can't speak for everyone, but a lot of people are looking at the Champions League and getting a wee bit sick of the rich just running away with it. So for Ajax, a club with huge history, but not the best recent times coming through with homegrown players and doing that in the Bernabeu it was it was awesome to watch their performance and I know people then compare it to Scotland but I mean Holland have had history not just this Netherlands uh, no, Netherlands this is an old bone of contention from Beat the Pundit by the way in case you're wondering why Gordon all of a sudden feels so strongly about geography he once got robbed on a Beat the Pundit question yeah, did he? yeah he said Holland and it, it wasn't it, it wasn't I think, given I think oh, oh, <laughs> <I've>, Ridiculous <laughs> I can see why you're uh, yeah, Netherlands, Netherlands yeah. A lot of people jump the flights To go over to the Netherlands But you One thing I've heard this 15 years ago Gordon A lot of coaches From all over the world Went over to watch Ajax Because they were bringing on Some young players And everybody wanted to play the same style they, 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 they adapted a 3-4-3 three, three, And they were first uh, team to do it And everybody was going over there And picking up ideas And this was the new way forward Then they seemed to disappear And I think they had a lot of problems But now, after that result mm. I think a lot of people will now be recognising They're back again Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompsons.com It's Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan Give us a call if you want to get involved in the debate Or if you would rather sit back and tweet That's fine At Clyde SSB uh, In the second hour of tonight's show I'm going to be looking for your thoughts on VAR Everybody has been talking about it today In the light of that uh, dramatic win for Manchester United last night So we'll As usual we'll localise it a bit See what it would mean to our game and looking forward to getting stuck into that one later. But let's speak to Chester, who's a Rangers fan in Govan Hill. Hi, Chester. How you doing? Not too bad. What's your point tonight? I'm following up about the, the Aberdeen question, more tickets for next Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. I had more in my house at a new year at a party than they had in the beach end on Saturday night, eh, Sunday afternoon, rather. They kind of filled the rain ground, but they want to come here and take 2,000 tickets. 
I think it's a joke Yeah I think What was the final allocation 970 mm. I'm sure I saw yesterday um, We understand Aberdeen did request more But it was turned down um, 900 anyway Listen, We like a good Ticket debate On the show you got any particular thoughts on this one? Simple for me, first and foremost The home club like Rangers has got to look after Our own support first And then Aberdeen secondly And everybody that supports Rangers Will be desperate to go to that game So I understand why um, Aberdeen have been given 970 tickets uh, It wasn't that long ago There was a big debate when they were Come down to Hamden and they had yeah, to hand yeah. Tickets back so Rangers, I think, in this case, is quite right. Yeah, it goes in line with what's happened this season. And it started with, you know, the Rangers-Celtic games, where each club had, was it seven or 8,000 allocated in previous seasons, but cut right down to around about 800. Um, so, you know, if, if Rangers and Celtic are doing that to each other, then when Aberdeen come calling, you expect the same. Gordon's right. They came down to Glasgow, hand tickets back. I know it was a larger number, but... Home teams are have made it clear this year that they're looking after themselves. So Rangers are are in the right in this one. Chester, I I know we're in the right, but they're getting nine hundred tickets. They're getting nine hundred tickets too many. They, they gave Rangers. What did they give Rangers last, last Sunday? A thousand tickets, and the place was empty. Right, you can't not no. give any tickets, so Chester. I well, and it goes as a per, you know if you take nine nine hundred as a percentage of Ibrox's. It's not a lot So I, I mean you have to I, I, Right okay Give them 900 But When, when Rangers fans Went up To Todrian's Sunday afternoon The place was empty yeah, yeah, uh, Behind the goals Behind the goals Yeah but Chester ready. You've got to understand Rangers have got a Far bigger support Than Aberdeen's ever had And ever will have So You've got to Be fair and say to the, the, the Aberdeen fans who travel up and down the country to home games and away, you've got to give them an opportunity of watching their team in the Scottish Cup. So I agreed the fact that Rangers look after themselves, but you've got to give them uh, Aberdeen some tickets. And, um, you know, it's just short of a thousand. And Rangers, what they had a thousand at the, uh, last week. So fine, move on. Thank you to Chester In Govan Hill 01419511025 Alec is in Motherwell Hi Alec uh, How you doing Gordon? Thanks for taking my call Not a problem What's uh, your point? I've been listening to the programme since it started there And It's on this subject uh, Alfredo Morelos There was a guy I went to Baltimore I think John was his name mm-hmm. And he What he basically said The way I could interpret it Is that If you don't score against Celtic You've not made it as a striker I mean, I don't get that. You, you can score against Hearts, Hibs, Motherwell, anybody at all. But the impression that I got from was, if you don't score against Celtic, you've not made it as a striker. I mean, where does it get that? Have you got to score against Celtic before you become recognised? Well, I made it as a striker when I was 18, Alex. And then I fell, I, I fell away <laughs> sadly 19. when I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, it's a big debate. It's always going to be the but to deb- be fair, you, you are more along Alex thought. You, you said you didn't think the no. Celtic factor played a huge no, part. No, I don't. I don't think that will come into play at the... In the summer I don't think that teams and managers And chief execs will sit down and say Look, we're going to try and take a couple of million pounds Off this price tag Because he's not scored against Celtic I don't think that will happen at all It's always nice if you're Rangers or Celtic To score against 
each other. That you have, you know, if you're Celtic, you want to score against Ranger. Ranger want to go. It's always nice, and it's always great to as a striker to get that so-called monkey off your back. Morelos, unfortunately, just now hasn't achieved that. But I don't think it will come into play in the summer if if he still goes to the end of the season not scoring against Celtic. What about, what about against the, Euro- the European factor or the Champions League factor? He's not had the chance to play in the Champions League yeah. yet, Alfredo Morelos. So, I mean, you can't. Hold it against them as such But at the same time Is that the type of thing That a buying club would Would, would take into heightens, account I think it heightens your price You know Because we used to always hear up. We used to always hear this theory And you can disagree with it But we used to always hear that You know The the, the real money got put on to Victor Wanyama And Fraser Foster On the back of what they did In the Champions yeah. League Yeah Yeah No I think I that's I don't know if that's true I think that's fair I think when you're looking at players like that Who perform at the top level Against You know Top players Then it allows a club to to ramp up the price for players. But I still think, like I said at the start of the show, if you score 30, 30 plus goals up here, uh, and a, you know, a lot of his work out with the penalty box as well, um, you take that into consideration, you're still worth a punt to go down south. I'm, I'm, I'm with Daz as well in this one. I don't think not scoring against Celtic is a BL and end all. And like I said there, there's still three games to go. You know, he will probably get a chance of doing these games. So it's his chance to to get that monkey off his back. But definitely, Champions League, if you start scoring and performing at that level, people sit up and take notice. And the board, whoever you're at, it's a license for them to add on an extra three, four, five million, whatever, whatever you want. What about your own team this weekend, Alec? Big derby game, Gordon DL. You're not going along, are you? Are you elsewhere? I'm at Celtic. I'll be listening to you guys in the studio giving me reports, updates on it. Alec, looking forward to it? Oh, I definitely. You know, I mean, there's a not beats old derby against Hamilton. Yeah, I love uh, them, Alex. Love them. You, you don't want to be too cocky and say, we'll do them. You know what I mean? If you get some folks in. But no, no, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see because Hamilton having that good result there, there last week. No, they were built for it and they know and the sticky wicket down at the bottom so I know it'll be good it's uh, it'll be interesting I'm not going to say nothing I don't want to come back and bite me but it'll be good it'll be good what do you think bragging rights are you getting them Gordon Deal? totally, the con- Aki's totally take confident are you sure what about uh, that result the result on Tuesday night with the Aki's fan against me oh, well, he's getting that the bragging well. rights yeah, yeah. Um, that is true I was I, talking I, about I, the Aki's recent result you've got to say it'll be interesting to see how Hamilton performed that was a some result up at Pataudry no one gave them a chance and I'll tell you what it wasn't luck uh, they deserved it they played very well on the day and scored a c- uh, good goals um, so it's going to be difficult for Motherwell but I think we're bang on for them and Young Haystill put one away again and get that valuation up and make their club more money Gordon Speaking of which Gordon Diello in the first derby of the week did get an absolute doing from a Hamilton Aki's fan on Beat the Pundit <laughs> earlier <laughs> this week <laughs> With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. You should have seen his face, Mark Wilson. You can imagine he was gutted 5-2. He was absolutely hammered. Anyway, you might get the chance for revenge tonight. Maybe it'll be Mark Wilson. The coin will decide and one of them is taking on you if you give us a call. 0141 951 1025. Beat the pundits up next. Your chance to show off your knowledge. Get the bragging rights and win a signed ball. 01419511025. Be quick because you only have until the news at 7. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 
Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here We're thinking Champions League We're thinking Man United We're thinking VAR It's got everyone talking It's got everyone debating I want to get your thoughts on it After we do this Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Beat the Pundit time The heaviest defeat of his career For Gordon DL on Tuesday I don't even think he's recovered He looked a broken man oh, More so than usual When he came into the studio this afternoon So this could go anyway It might be Gordon It might be Mark One man who's definitely playing is Scott He's a Rangers fan in Balormac Hi Scott How you doing? Oh it's Balormac Sorry Yeah Which one is it? My producer's yeah, spelling's not great I must admit Yeah there we go He's shaking his head at me He's from Canada So he gets these things wrong From time to time mm-hmm. Right Scott Heads you're up against Mark Wilson And Tails you will be up against Gordon Deal. Once one of them gives me a coin Right here we go And it's heads Mark Wilson Up against Scott In Bermullock So Come on Scott <laughs> That's what I like to see Good Songs teamwork I don't get beat 5-2 I'm Come happy on, Good teamwork in the studio tonight Right uh, I'll give you a bit of clay too Mark Wilson So that you don't know What Scott's up to Scott you've got 30 seconds Head to head You can pass Here's your chance To beat the pundit You ready? Yeah no problem In what year did Ronald DeBoer Join Rangers? Yeah. Which Scottish team won their first top flight title in 1983? Hearts. Which Hearts strikers extended his stay at the club until 2022? Thank you, Who's older, Stephen or Gary Caldwell? Stephen. Who was the Celtic captain before Scott Brown? Pass. Mihai Popescu is on loan at St Mirren from Dynamo Who? Okie doke Let's bring Mark Wilson back Mark are you with us? Yes You are yes. <laughs> Same set of questions <laughs> okay. to you Are you ready? Yep In what year did Ronald De Boer join Rangers? 2002 Which Scottish team won their first top flight title in 1983? Dundee United Which Hearts players extended his stay at the club until 2022? Eight Piazzo Who is older, Stephen or Gary Caldwell? Stephen who was the Celtic captain before Scott Brown? Stephen McManus. Mihai Popescu is on loan at St Mirren from Dynamo Who? Kiev. Okay. I'm taking the other question. Yeah, that's fine. What's... I couldn't be bothered starting it, it was too long. Oh. <laughs> you don't get that in a chase. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered starting a question. That was too long. Bradley, Bradley Walsh. Funny of that. Uh, Scott, what do you think? You've heard the competition? Probably beat his maybe one or two. He was he was a bit quicker, but I don't know if, if that oh. translated into correct answers. In what year did Ronald De Boer join Rangers? It was two thousand. So you both get that wrong. Um, which Scottish team won their first top flight title in eighty three? It was Dundee United. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh an Arab through and through. <laughs> was that up there on the walls? Oh, that bastard yeah. everywhere. <laughs> don't let you forget that up there. One 0 to Mark Wilson. Which Hearts players extended his stay until twenty twenty two? It's Ikpiazu, Ikpiazu, however you want to pronounce it. So it's two one because you both get that right. Come Who on. is older, Stephen or Gary Caldwell? It is Stephen. You both get that right mm-hmm. 3-2 Who was the Celtic captain Before Scott Brown It was Stephen McManus oh. Mark Wilson stretches it to 4-2 uh, Mihai Popescu is on loan At St Mirren from Dynamo Who It's Bucharest Scott pulls one back Come on oh, Scott no, How do you know that It finished there I'm oh, afraid So there we go got question. Scott he has beaten you by one Hard lines uh, Cheers anyway guys Good oh, luck okay, Scott That was Scott in Balornoch 
Yeah, Bur Muller, Bur Muller, the, the, yeah, the producers yeah, have an producers absolute mare. Look at him through that he's glass. Like, he's now changed the spelling and he's still got it wrong. He's got the wrong place <laughs> now. He's having a nightmare. It was Scott anyway. who's a Rangers well, fan anyway. You only have got you only have got four there. Well, uh, Dundee United was just one of your teams. That's all you went for. One of your teams. There's no skill to that at all. Listen, There's no skill to that. See if you were in the chase, you take the low offer. <laughs> <laughs> Other quiz shows are available But the fact remains You got spanked this week And yeah. he didn't yes. So yeah. Well put Gordon It's been a poor week Thank There's you, not yeah. a lot We can say about that I'm afraid No well you can move on And see what happens I'm on a great winning streak just now How and about it, you yourself yeah. Apart from Tuesday Our Thursdays are brilliant <laughs> I feel like this is a good opportunity to, to raise the point That before we came on air I turned round And I saw you two taking a selfie yeah. In the studio I mean men of your age Sitting taking oh, a selfie he's, he's And And he's One of you Social media One of me. you You can choose to reveal If you want mm-hmm. One of you said I don't look good in selfies I look like Quasimodo yeah. Not not Quasimodo we'll Not, not Quasimodo As everyone else knows him But Quasimodo <laughs> And I just wonder If you're if, if, if Whoever it was Wants to own up Now no. looks wise I think the listeners Will be able to you know, put two and two <laughs> together <laughs> and come up with who would have said that. <laughs> so we'll leave it to <laughs> the male model. <laughs> All right, uh, Mogul. Quasi Mogul. Quasi Mogul. Not Mogul. Do you know what? I cannot believe you've given me the blame of that. <laughs> I really can't. Yeah. Ah well 01419511025 <laughs> Let's get back to the football VAR I know you've all got an opinion on it Don't even kid on otherwise So let's hear it Because It came to a head again last night In Paris It was a dramatic night Wasn't it I mean what a game <laughs> um, Man United knocking out PSG Thanks to a last minute Marcus Rashford penalty It was awarded for handball After the ref Used VAR It was very dramatic Mark Wilson Has that Made you like VAR Has it put you off it Has it altered your thoughts Because I guess we're moving towards a day Where we'll see it in our game Yeah yeah. Um, listen I, I loved it As soon as it came out As soon as it came available uh, In our game I thought it was a positive Last night I, I split this, uh, opinions Again I thought it was the correct decision mm. um, The shot was going way over the bar However I mean the guy's hand was outstretched The referee Took his time He went over Viewed it Went away Viewed it again Built up the drama You must say It was it was spectacular To watch Everybody in the edge Of their seats And then he gives a penalty So You know Some people will say How can it be a penalty But that's what it's there for It's the referee's opinion And I think it gives The referee The best option Of getting a decision right I mean We've seen over years So many years Referees going away And Probably watching The TV back And going Oh, it was a penalty And I didn't give it Well this gives him The opportunity to view it Three, four, five times Take his time And he thought it was a penalty Must admit I agreed I disagree I thought it was a Complete waste of time Last night um, When I look at the <laughs> It was a waste of time it's it's one of the best Champions League games No I'm not talking about that I'm talking about The VAR When a referee Has to go over there And keep watching And keep watching And keep watching <laughs> And my opinion I don't understand How you can come to the conclusion that was deliberate handball. He's having a shot. You see the lad clearly turning his back on it. He's not even looking at the ball and it hits his arm. Yeah. And you're right, the ball's going over the bar. I think that's where it let itself down last Yeah, night. but these are two separate issues, right? 
That how is that VAR letting itself down? Because you've got you can disagree with the decision all you want. You can say I don't think it was a penalty, but is that is that the same thing? As me, that, I, no, but I'm asking you what you think of VAR, right? These are separate yeah. issues. The separate issue is, did you think it was a penalty? We can debate that. Right. What do you think of VAR? You know, the referee, all VAR does is give him the option to view it again. So, but when you look at something, Gordon, five times, how many times in those five times? He's not going every time. Penalty kick, penalty kick. Penalty. He's changing his mind. I think it. it Technology is good for football. Goal line technology for me is brilliant You know I think that is a way forward But the VAR last night And how long it took Rashford had to stand there for what Six minutes Didn't seem to affect him No, no it didn't But it could have But he's to stand there for six minutes Waiting for I don't think I don't know how long it was I can't remember I, exactly I, 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 I think it was three, three or four minutes I think a lot of the complaints Before about VAR was that Oh, it would take away any arguments No, with your mates And oh, was it a decision? It Which clear. clearly doesn't It yeah. doesn't You know, I, I mean it was, It's the one decision I've probably seen That split You know, everyone's opinion Down the middle So it shows you It still gives you a level of discussion But again, that gives the referee The best possible chance Of getting a decision right If that, were, if that was your mate Willie Colm Given that you'd, you'd be on here saying Willie, Willie oh, wouldn't have right. given that He got it right AD and Willie would not have given that Well what I would urge you to do Is go home tonight And yeah. have a look at Willie Collum's Evening's work <laughs> Tonight <laughs> Was it poor? I'm, I'm, I'm offering that without comment Okay Okay Because he's in Who's action he He's in action at the moment Who's he on tonight? I think it's Inter Milan isn't it? Um, Is well he shows you He's a top class referee You know the Mushroom's taking great pride of winning a quiz two minutes ago And Willie Collins over refereeing a top class footballing game What do you want me to go over and ref a game? And uh, come don't, here and be don't, the don't criticise someone that's good at their job <laughs> I'm not criticising, I'm saying you would say it was a penalty if it was Willie <laughs> <laughs> no. Willie would have gave the right decision I have every confidence goal in the kick. referees He would have gave a goal <laughs> kick Never mind a corner He'd have went over and watched the difference to channel. Okay, it's Mark the Mushroom Wilson And Gordon Quasimogo DL oh, On right. the show oh, tonight Get in touch for that. <laughs> And listen to this How's about this for rubbing salt into the wounds The next caller is John From Hamilton Who's the fan that beat Gordon Oh yeah, John. Brilliant Superb, John I've never yeah. been so happy to speak to you uh, Good John Evening, never phoned in all of a sudden one victory you're never off the phones <laughs> John what a pleasure to have you on uh-huh. he's asking for my <laughs> private number now <laughs> anyway John what's your point on this topic right I agree with uh, Matt's take on the VAR decision from last night and totally disagree with Gordon mm-hmm. I'm not really clear um, John <laughs> if the player had been facing the ball he wouldn't have got a block on it without raising his arm and by turning and making it look as though it was an accidental contact, he's put his arm aside, he's increased the, the mass of the area where the ball can make contact. And I feel that any player that does that is given a referee a decision to make, and I feel that it was a correct decision at the end of the game. Here's the confusing thing, because I, I, wanted, I think the best conversation for us is about VAR in general, and, and what do you think of it? However... We're perhaps going to see a change in the in the handball interpretation as well, and that's what we learned last night. Because as it stands, right, he, this is the rule currently, and this, from my understanding, should have been in play last night. This is the IFAB rule: handling the ball involves a deliberate act of a player making contact with the ball 
with the hand or arm uh, You must consider the movement of the hand towards the ball Not the ball towards the hand The distance between the opponent and the ball mm-hmm. Even was it unexpected The position of the hand This is important Because this has been misunderstood for a long time The position of the hand does not necessarily mean That there is an offence That's the way the rule stands at the moment However Just to confuse things UEFA's head of referees Robert Rossetti He's been He gave a briefing To various people Before the game Talking about the way Things are going to be And he said that When VAR was introduced Into the Champions League Officials would penalise Any unnatural arm movement That makes contact With the ball So like you say You know If the defender Is making his body bigger To block the ball They've decided That's not fair And essentially That's what we saw last night Yeah I mean I don't think In the game nowadays You see many Deliberate handballs Where players go I'm going to handball this So the ball doesn't get by me It's often Well the majority of penalties Are given From players Like we saw last night Either turn their back And Like John says So you think it was a stonewall penalty mark? It doesn't have to be stonewall It's it's a penalty I came off his hand Listen I know that shot We know that that shot Was going over the bar Now if that shot Was going on target And it hit his hand The guy was in the same position And it was going on target would that not be a penalty? What, why, why are you so bothered? And I'm not even disagreeing I'm trying to get to the, the the crux of this issue about VAR You're saying why did the referee take so long? Why does that Why does I that think, matter? I because, think that's better That he took so no, long I rather think, than viewing it once I think a good thing for VAR is The referee sees the situation uh-huh. see, Sees what happens Wants to make sure he's 100% right Runs over uh-huh. Watches the replay once or twice But what's the point in that then? Right That's like doing and it with says, Yeah I'm 100% spot on in that Why on earth would you not go over and watch it as many times as you need to To get, yeah. a, to get a real think, view on uh, what's happened? Well then it's down to opinions again Because I don't think it's a, uh, I don't think it's a penalty kick but, but Now I would watch that five times and still say Right uh, It's not a penalty But kick. we're not looking for perfection We're looking to give referees well, a that, better chance Yeah, yeah but well, You're never going to get perfection Because that's the point We're still debating the decision So is that not Is that not what it's God, designed Gordon, to do? I'm all for Technology I really well, am not, But I, I still think That VAR Brings up A lot of Loopholes as well I think that There's a lot of Debates about it I don't think it's One million percent Set in stone How you know yeah, Good it is but, but, but it couldn't possibly be Could mm. it that's, Is that not the whole need? Because that's what We've all said Everyone said oh, You know We don't we don't want to Take away the debates We don't want to Take away the arguments It hasn't So is that not a good thing well, I, I would expect it if we're going to bring something in like goal line technology. That's different because it's a black and white issue. Exactly. Though. So I think VAR, if you're going to bring that into the game, which is going to cost a lot of money, then I think you've got to have a better way of having a referee looking at a situation five times. But you're the, and you, taking so much time to make that sure that's better that the referee, the one guy who is put in charge and has got the qualifications to. To manage this game Knows the laws inside out Sure it's better him looking at it five times Than I'm going over and looking at it One snapshot and going Oh I'm not quite sure So I'll just guess my way out of this Surely it's better I'm saying well, I, th- I, th- me th- again. I think if you look at it five times You're guessing your way out it Mark You've no major decision John With the VAR I think it will always come down To a referee's interpretation Of the infringement And this was flagged up by the guy in the studio who's watching the the film coming in. Yeah, the VAR. He's yeah. had it. I mentioned the referee's ear. That could have been given as a penalty. The referee's looked at it 
in his interpretation after seeing it for a second time, third time, fourth time, whatever, his interpretation of it has been that it was a penalty. So I, I quite like the thought of VAR, but again, at the end of the day, it's always going to be the referee's mm. interpretation of what is an infringement and what isn't. Yep, happy with that. That was John and Hamilton, not only on to talk about VAR, mm. but to... Rub salt, salt in the wounds, wounds after yeah. beating Gordon DL so convincingly um, <laughs> on Tuesday night. Let's speak to Eamon and Clyde Bank, see what his take on it is. Hi, Eamon. Hi, Hi, Gordon. Hi, Mark. Hi, um, I was just wondering on the VAR, if, you, if you're getting the replays, do you think that they should have it in slow motion, or do you think you should have the replays played at full speed? So I just think it changes that the decision making. If you see something at full speed, then it's more, it's closer to. The decision the referee would make the first time. Hmm, I, I get where I certainly get where that's coming from in terms of yeah. tackles because tackles sometimes look way worse in slow motion, yeah. don't they? I've I, I seen this argument today. You know, a few people bringing this up, saying that the game's played at full speed. So why should decisions like last night, such huge decisions, been viewed in slow motion? But again, it's but if it's a handball, brought, it's a handball. Yeah, regardless we of the brought VAR, we brought VAR and to to try and be. As precise as we can In situations like this So I think you've got to utilise The actual technology And slow it down In, in cases like last night to, to actually get a better view of it And still It took Four or five viewings So imagine viewing that In, in full speed It'd be almost impossible Gordon, Eamon makes a good point though Perhaps that I think we could apply When it comes to tackles Because how much worse the tackles look In slow motion And well, everyone you, looks for that contact And they go, oh, you know, there it is That just shows how bad it was But when you watch some of them at full speed I'm not as convinced Yeah, one million percent, Gordon If you look at them at full speed And then you look at Even in sometimes We get them in here on Twitter And the photographs of people Showing you a photograph of them And you think, oh, that looks Really horrendous tackle Then you go and watch the game and you look at that tackle and you think, well, it's not as bad as it yeah. first brought. So, yeah, if you slow it down, I think some t- it does look worse, I've got to say. I mean, the, sp- the speed of the replay aside, what did you think of it then? What do you think of, of last night? Does that does it put you off it? Are you a fan? No, I am a, fa- I am a fan. Uh, and I think maybe a couple of angles um, to help the referee out would be, would be good. But I just think slowing it down, it changes it a bit. Uh, the sp- as you said, so many tackles it look that much worse when you slow it down. And if the referee's first glance at it, he doesn't have that doesn't have that uh, that thought in the first place, then I think just a couple of angles at full pace, it should still be enough to make the right decision. One four one nine five one one oh two five, that's the number Eamon called. Thank you for your thoughts. Let's hear from more of you because and you just was one of those topics everywhere you went today, people were debating it. So let's hear from you on the phones or on Twitter. And we've got a good question coming up on the teaser next. A chance for you to redeem yourself, Gordon. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Lots of reaction coming into the discussion about VAR. Um, Anthony says, Stonewall penalty. The PSG player turns his back, makes himself bigger in the process by sticking his arms out. Stonewaller every day of the week. He says um, Reagan Stevenson says When VAR first came I was happy Because it was meant to help Get clear and obvious Situations correct It was a poor decision What is the player meant to do? Tony says He made himself bigger Maybe even subconsciously While jumping With the arms raised At Clyde SSB 01419511025 We are on Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's get the thoughts of Andy Who's a Rangers fan on the line Hi Andy 
Hello there Do you know what Andy, um, Andy yeah, Sorry before, before I let you go Andy I better get the question up and running Gordon just showed The dirtiest of looks I just got there Because I hadn't started the teaser yet So quickly um, right. And don't you help them Andy Because you'll know the answers to this Bob mm. Park has sent it in Go on, Bob. Since Derek Johnson captained Rangers mm-hmm. Nine non-Scots have been given the role Can you name them? Since Derek Johnson captained Rangers Nine non-Scots have been given the role I'll take one guess from each of you Cavanier. That was mine, yeah. Yes. Uh, you can have that. Rickson. No. Uh, Amoruso. Yes. All right, we'll leave that there. Andy, sorry, on you go. Hello. Right. Um, we're, on the, we're on the teaser, no? No, don't you dare help them. <laughs> we're on VAR. Right. Um, well, what, what I'm thinking about VAR, if VAR had been in vogue at this moment in time, I have no doubt in my mind that uh, Alfredo wouldn't have had near as many bookings and I think you've probably only been sent off against the Celtic um, with the unfortunate circumstance that happened in that one uh, so I don't know what, what your guys are thinking on the panel well remember VR doesn't doesn't cover every you know aspect. every aspect of the game um, it's just it's a couple of different things you know you talk about goals sending off things like that so um, Maybe, yeah, yeah goal, goals, penalties, red cards and mistaken identity I, I think, think are the that's four. where VAR would become a problem uh, If you're stopping it for no, yeah, every that's the thing you don't yeah, VAR yeah, is those four, those yeah, four areas yeah, so if, if we were having VAR for that It would be, uh, you know, make a mockery of the game The fact is it's the four Incidences I think it's perfect mm. That it just sticks to that And Gordon I can see where Andy's saying You know Well maybe Morelos Wouldn't have got this mm. That or the next thing With VAR But f- for me Having watched it last night you can't really come to those conclusions because we we still have to rely on the referee making the decision, which we may agree or disagree with. Yeah, at the end of the day, we can bring in all the technology we want. It's down to the referee, uh, Gordon, to make that final decision. Uh, I can understand you guys talking about, well, give them as the best opportunities you possibly can. But I just think when you go over there and you look at it five times, I think there's still a doubt in your mind. I think once or twice... You're 100% on the mark You're thinking Yeah I, I, I did see that That's what I've seen But when you're looking And looking and looking It happened in the World Cup Was it the World Cup It happened as well It took so long for Referee to make a decision I'm really interested In this logic Because if someone said to me Look I need you to make a decision On this I want you to watch this It's a life or death You get this right And I want you to make a call On this decision I'd want to see it 50 times Rather than two I, I don't well, know Well it's got to be a long game If you're standing there Watching it 50 times Listen, you're, but That's you're just an absolute decisions expert once expert And just ignoring the, the point And coming up with some daft comment No no My, my point is quite, Surely the quite more you s- see it The better informed you are I think No I think that you're going <laughs> over No I think in a football game You're going over there With the fact that you're thinking Right I believe this is a penalty kick when you look no, at that No, no, that, that's, that's not it Because the referee play, gave a corner And he was advised right, to come okay. and have another look at so it So he goes over Somebody shouts in his ear This is a penalty kick Right? No, you might you might want to come and have a look at it Yeah, yeah, you might want to have come and look at it I just think the longer you go I think it puts doubt in your mind I really do I, I know what you guys are trying to say But I think it puts doubt in your mind Of, well, I've watched so it So you I, think you make a more on. accurate decision I've, once I've, I've watched it three or four times And there was twice I changed my mind on it I thought yeah that was a penalty kick And then I looked again and went It was not a penalty kick So, so what, what so was your first you, one? So what if you only watch it once then And you make the wrong call then? But it doesn't matter I think <laughs> the ref Gordon I think the referees made the wrong call anyway I, I've looked at it I've looked at it again 
And I don't think it's a penalty kick. Okay. Andy, are you a fan of it overall? Jerry? Are you a fan of the idea or would you want to see it miles away from our game? No, I'm a fan of the, the VAR. Um, certainly, I'd love to see it in our game. Um, I think it could only enhance the game. Well, if you take what's happening just now, uh, referees, etc., etc. I mean, I go to Ibrox every, well, every week, every uh, game, and I, I know the referees do get a hard time. Uh, sometimes justified, but um, a lot of times not justified. But um, I most certainly would be a big fan of VAR, VAR coming into our game. Um, the interesting thing would be about the, the drama People feared that it, it takes the drama away It certainly gives a different type of drama You need to get yeah. used to it I mean, you're not telling me that that wasn't dramatic Last night was uh, amazing And even going back to like the World Cup and things When the decision was made to go and look at the screen I think it just adds a, 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 a sense of excitement People are going You know, what's the referee going to decide? Even when he turned round last night And he'd made his decision He took... It seemed an eternity to point to the spot, and it was uh, just made for great viewing. And uh, again, it doesn't take any debate out it because look at us. I mean, we're saying it's a penalty. Daz is saying uh, I didn't think it was a penalty, Mark. And, well, it and, and it's it's the reason. Also, I'll throw this in is because the referee who's in the middle of the action obviously sees the incident, mm-hmm. points for a corner. So his first decision, corner kick. Yeah. I think sometimes we're getting away taking. But maybe his view was blocked. You know, maybe he sees. He, he, maybe he's behind the guy and he sees it coming off his body. No, he did clear, I watched it. He had a clear view. Of it, man. <laughs> he was he was five yards <laughs> behind it. I still, I, I, if I watched it another twenty times, I would say it wasn't. I wasn't a penalty kick now. Yeah, I don't think it was a penalty. I'm sorry. That's only my decision. I think that if I was a manager or the player, if that was you, for instance, now. We know you weren't the bravest So if that ball's coming to you And you turn your back on that And that hits your arm I'm sure you wouldn't be sitting going Yeah the referee was Well I think when you turn your back like that And your arm goes outstretched As you're turning Listen you obviously run the risk In the box you run the risk of giving away a penalty And I think loads of people Over the years Have got away with that On numerous occasions And we all debate saying Should have been a penalty Because that would have been in target I know the shot last night Wasn't in target But over the years People have got away With shots in target With guys turn their back And they go Well they, they, they couldn't have really do it I think last night VR proved that The right decision If you do that You're going to get a penalty Given against you Thanks to Andy and West Lothian On this one we'll, Do you know what We'll throw There's a bit of debate About Fernando Rickson So Ooh, we'll give, Rickson him, we'll give him As a wee bonus oh. Yeah well listen I looked up Bob sent the question in I always like to check them I looked up List of Rangers captains The old Wikipedia article comes up Very reliable I'm sure you'll agree And he wasn't on it But I know he did Captain Rangers In terms of There were lots of times He wore the armband So I don't mind giving you it As a wee bonus Right What Derek What year Because I was there When Derek captained So Rangers. since Derek Johnson Captained Rangers We'll make it 10 If you want to include Fernando Rickson I yeah. don't feel that strongly what, what about it 10 what? non-Scots Have been given The role Derek was 80, 80 early 80s mm-hmm. right. uh, You've got Lorenzo Amoruso oh, I've got a Terry, Terry Butcher James Tavernier Must be one yeah. Yep, Terry Butcher I've got a cracker that he thinks I won't get Go for it Because I played with him and he was a captain Well I would think you would get it jo- then John Gregg brought him John McClellan Yes, John McClellan, 1983 <sighs> That's why you're on this 84, you superb Names like that Who needs VAR? <laughs> 
We'll leave it there We've got John McClellan Terry Butcher Lorenzo Amoruso James Tavernier And we're throwing in uh, Fernando Rickson as well 0141-951-1025 On the phones We are on Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's get the thoughts of Who's next up Paul Is an Aberdeen fan from Edinburgh Hi Paul Hi Paul Yeah hi Yeah I got you now Paul this year when we look at the referees I mean how much scrutiny has our referees come under this season from decisions and I think if we had VAR this year a lot of that would have been taken away in this country because all you're doing is and I'm sure we've heard bits and pieces from referees it's just you're just helping them just helping them you're not you saying know, that you're going to get everyone right but no of course like last night here we go Daz says the referee was wrong last night I'm saying he's right wouldn't have made a difference But you're just giving them The best possible chance You know In terms of goals In terms of Some of the penalty kicks That have been given Some of the red cards That have been given And then rescinded And some of the You know The, the dodgier decisions It would have just gave them So much more help And taken away so much Scrutiny That they get But I don't think it would have Taken away the talking points Because some people Would still come on And have a go And say you know, I, I think they may have got that wrong. So there still would have been the talking points, but it gives them the best chance of getting the decision right. They're under that much pressure as it is. So they need all the help they can get, and that's the way we can do it in this country. I'm going to simplify it, Gordon, because last night showed once and for all that anyone who was worried that we would no longer debate decisions mm-hmm. is wrong, and that way yeah. we are all still in a job if VAR comes in. So you're fine. If that's what you're worried about, yeah, we're fine. I'm all for any help for a referee because. Mark's right, they get a terrible time of it in decisions But I think uh, the VAR let the referee down last night and get the Whoa, wrong whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that, that, Hold on He's blaming the cameraman now <laughs> The cameraman had a nightmare Talk me he through that not have, He should not have went over and looked at that TV No, I'm saying that I think that we'll always have talking decisions Because it was the wrong decision for me last night As much as the referee at his first decision gave the corner kick, he went over, he had a look at it five times, decided it was a penalty. I'm still debating. I don't think that was a penalty. If I was uh, the defender or the, the manager, I would be really upset given uh, that penalty away. Paul? I think the other thing is important is because I think Ruffy's mentioned a couple of times about the time it takes to make the decision. A nice hockey match lasts for an hour, all right? And any time there's a stoppage, to stop the game. So... I get to I, I pay I pay what seventeen pounds to go watch an ice hockey match. I end up getting two and a half hours of, for me epic entertainment. If it extends a game to ten fifteen minutes, what you do? I, I don't really care. I think as long as the decisions that they're making they're getting it right. Um, I, I bring it on. I, I hope it comes in next year. I think a lot of decisions will be, you know, 
from an Aberdeen point of view, I've seen a lot of, there's been a couple of callers coming on defending certain Rangers players, and I'm not going to name names, but I think that some of the decisions against the guy have been harsh. Um, some of them, have, I think, have been absolutely right, but the majority, he seems to get away with them all um, eventually. But VAR, I think it'd be brilliant, and I'd bring it in for everything, I really would. All right, thank you to Paul, Aberdeen fan from Edinburgh. Let's quickly squeeze in Alan and Annie's land. Hi, Alan. Hi, guys. Hi, Alan. Hi Alan, we've got you Great, so um, Yeah, quick point um, Totally agree with Mark Wilson on, on last night's VR decision Absolutely correct, if the player was on a wall It would absolutely be A, a free kick or a penalty In that situation, so I, I think that was right What I don't agree with Mark Wilson on He opened with Criticism of Rangers fans That would be apoplectic Or raging that Alfredo Morelos would be sold to Bren Rogers at Leicester. Not at all. Bren Rogers has played his card to get the best value for his career, and there's been previous speculation with Alfredo leaving Rangers. I think nobody's thinking that he's not going to leave this summer. He will leave. Rangers fans just want the best value for him, and give Stephen Gerrard credit for that. He's got the best value out of him this year. That's a fact, given his performances. The reality is that Scottish clubs sell on. His outstanding contribution this season won't be forgotten. But if he's your player, you love him. Other clubs hate him. That's fine. What's concerning is the narrative about this player. It's, you know, criticising him, putting him down. But he's got great value. And that'll be the benefit to Rangers Football Club. What does value look like in your mind, Alan? The value will be monetary value. It'll yeah, but how much? So, I would say that quite clearly he's performed in what has been described as a, a poorer team, a team competing against better teams in the league, and he's performed above players that have been sold before for £20 million. So, I would say anything... From fifteen million to twenty million pounds would be realistic. I think he's uh, international for Colombia now, and huge potential for the future. He's a young player. You've got to think of him in that mm. bracket. All right, thank you to Alan in Annie's land. Going to have to leave it there because we're pushed for time, and I'm looking on the teaser. Since Derek Johnson captained Rangers, nine non-Scots have been given the role. Have had a look. I'm on Google. I can't see Fernando Rickson officially listed as a Rangers captain. So if you Who want, can you see? if you want to include him as a tenth, that's fine. I don't feel too strongly about it. Let's try and get the rest. You've got John McClelland, Terry Butcher, Lorenzo Amoruso, and James Tavernier. Was Arthur Newman one? Nope. Okay. Stephen Davis. Brilliant. Yes. Well done. Okay. Oh, oh. Stephen Claus, goalkeeper. Yes, you've only got two to get. We'll get them next. Tackle the headlines. 0141951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller here. I love this tweet from Matty, who's raging that we cut off the previous caller. Matty, we have to go to the adverts at the same time every night We were already two minutes late So you can take your agenda And you can stick it in the bin There we go, there's no more to be said I would have loved to keep the collar on all night I'd love to do it till midnight But we have time constraints And also lots of people are sending me Pictures of Fernando Rickson wearing the captain's armband 
I appreciate that I just can't find him listed as an official captain of Rangers But there mm. we go I said I don't mind you including them in the teaser If people feel yeah, so strongly about it, man. it but, but we're looking for the non-Scots Who've captained Rangers since Derek Johnson uh, You've got John McClellan Terry Butcher Lorenzo Amoruso Stefan Kloss You've only got two to get Oh you've got three to get Sorry sorry Three, three? to get three? Yeah yeah uh, Give us that one You said a minute ago Taz I went for Craig Moore The Australian Yes Well done Good That's a great shout. shout Yep Good shout Okay Now I'm struggling Still two to get Gordon mm-hmm. Are you sure Positive You sure Barry Barry's not in there Who? <laughs> Barry <laughs> Barry Ferguson During the break Barry what Fer- said During the Barry break Barry Ferguson no, Behaviour <laughs> Barry Ferguson <man>. Non-Scottish <laughs> I said I'm pretty sure I've seen him in a Scotland shot Non-Scottish please Yeah, yeah. Mm, Either Which either Gordon mm. Will I give it away? If it's in um, Daz's, if it's in the eighties, then I've no chance. John McLellan was in the eighties. Like, all right, through the 80s. I'll give you some more thinking time. I'll tell you what, it's quarter to eight on a Thursday night, so I think we can definitely start looking ahead to the weekend. Let's hear from Oren Kearney. He doesn't want complacency to creep in. They beat Livingston one nil. It was a, a huge victory after those two impressive draws. They moved to within a point of second bottom Dundee. It's Kilmarnock on Monday night. Kearney's rejecting the idea though that they're suddenly you know hitting some form. The minute that you lose sight or take it off the pedal or or even worse, start to pat yourself on the back and think that things are, are starting to change or go the way you want them to go, um, that'll be whipped from below your feet straight away. So um, it hasn't been the mindset for me since Saturday and it definitely hasn't been the mindset from training and training either. Do you have to say that to the players like don't get carried away by Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And uh, because you do note, I think I think a wounded animal is probably an animal where it's where if you're getting beat um, there's still that fight and that, that bit of hung, that hunger there I think um, a victory and the products that come with it can all of a sudden soften people um, and, and all of a sudden they take for granted the pats in the back and they start to believe the pats in the back which can be dangerous as well so, so no, with that I think you're even more guarded after a, after a victory uh, It's not till Monday night which means that St Mirren are going to know what all they are yeah, competitors yeah. do this it's, weekend It's tough that But I get what Ian Kearn is saying It's dangerous But the players Have been down there All season And they've been getting hammered From sections that are support They've been getting hammered By the media Saying that how poorly they're playing So When they get a win like they did In the 89th minute The other the other day there They deserve a wee congratulations But he's right They can't get carried away Tough game But it's a chance to To build something You know To get something going But Will be a tough game against Kelly, who are also looking for uh, a win. I don't think they've had any wins in eight, is it? Yeah, it's and then St. Mirren are going into this game terrific form, we've got to say. Aberdeen away, Hearts, and then that last minute goal yeah. against Livingston. So uh, they'll be confident. And you said they're rightly, Mark. Uh, Kilmarnock, they're in a little bit of slump just now. They need a victory as well. So I think that'll be a very good game next Monday. Mm. Not big well, weekend at the bottom as well as the top. Well, of course, as that's that's what's so interesting about our league. You know, we're fascinated how the title race was going for so long, and and still could be twists and turns. But at the bottom, it's so interesting when one team wins, you think they're pulling away, and all of a sudden, you know, the next couple of weeks, the bottom team will get a win and a couple of draws, like Daz says, against Aberdeen and Hearts, which looked like just a write off to St. Mirren. So. 
doing terrifically well to hang in there. I think we're set up for a grandstand finish um, at the bottom. Let's speak to Alistair in Mockland. Hi, Alistair. Hi, Ben. Not too bad. What's your point tonight? Uh, what's my point on you? Just the VAR. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a few. Some of the other sports, like of cricket, rugby, the referee won't get so long. If it's, if it's inconclusive, as you say, right, the on-field decision is counts. That's it. We're, we're not sure that as so the referee's decision at the time is the one that counts. And I think it would speed up a lot of things as well. Um, I just feel like it take a lot, it'd take a lot of time. Wasting time, whereas we just see right, you know, it's inconclusive. The referee's decision's final, and that's that. We just move on. Um, but everything, you know, goals, offsides, just something really quick. But I feel we need to get it into the game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it needs to be sped up, that's the only thing. Yeah, I, I, I think most people would agree with Alistair. I'm, I'm trying to put it in the context of last night, though. I'm assuming the referee doesn't think it was inconclusive. I mean, he watched it back and he sees it hit the arm, and, and, and then he gives the penalty. So, how would we, you know, what, what's inconclusive and what's not? Four minutes, though. It takes four minutes. I mean, four minutes, the guy hit the guy's arm. It takes him four minutes to say it's a penalty. I, know. I, mean, I think probably the instinct to say initially was it wasn't a penalty. And I think it was a penalty, uh, but I think his initial instinct was it wasn't a penalty. I, um, I don't get the time thing, though, why people are saying about the time. Uh, who was the previous caller saying about the, the ice hockey? And if it adds four. Five minutes He doesn't care He's there It's still excitement It's still drama He's still got the rest of the game to watch It's not like it's been chopped off The actual game time You know I don't even think the players will mind I've got the ice hockey as well And uh, it's the same But they just want the right decision uh, But I feel last night It just kind of bugged on a wee bit um, A bit too long Alright Gordon Deal Would you be a bit more comfortable with that? Some sort of time limit? Uh, yeah I think it would help I know you guys uh, Well Mark's different the the one thing about the VR for me, and I've I've noticed especially in England, uh, annoyed, I think it was England, yeah, watching the games annoyed me was when decisions went, players were up at the referee asking for VAR. I think we yeah, need to stamp. Yeah. I think we need to get rid of that oh, right away. That, that is horrible, that. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's horrendous. The old TV oh, symbol, yeah, symbol. Yeah. you know, oh, I, I I don't like that. But I know you guys are saying, and I agree. Every help we can get the referees, then great. And once again, we're debating tonight. I know a lot of callers have come on. Mark's the same. I said he thinks it's a definitely penalty. I looked at it. I don't. Mm. So if there was a big, a big clock on there, like a two-minute countdown, the ref, that would be even more dramatic. I, I mean, I with the noise of the poor referee, though. With the noise of the countdown. <laughs> That's not the noise. No, that was the worst attempt at the countdown <laughs> theme tune I've ever heard. Countdown theme. <laughs> That was sounded like you're a alarm clock going up. More importantly for us is about, you know, does it come into Scottish football? When does it come in? How do we afford it? Is it a priority for you, for our game, or, or not? I think it is. I think the, the top leagues definitely needs to come in. Uh, I think, you know, David, we just want the right result. I mean, we've seen it numerous times. It's, it's the wrong way. If he makes a decision, it's wrong. But everybody in television can see it's the, it's the wrong decision. And it affects the results. It affects managers get sat, teams get relegated. Teams lost cups over the head. We just want the right result at the end of the day. Uh, and I think we are definitely all that for sure. All right, thank you to Alistair in Mocklin. Uh, we are on Twitter at Clyde SSB. How long have we got left? Not a great deal of time. I'll tell you what, there's more debate over this Fernando Rickson business than there is about VAR. Mark mm. Weedy, her colleague, texted in to say that. He- Fernando Rickson definitely captained Rangers Tom Miller the Rangers TV commentator also come in and says he captained Rangers John Clark is on Twitter and he's, he's, he's given me any trouble he says I told you Rickson wasn't the club captain he was the vice captain and he stepped in when Kloss was injured 
Do you know what? It doesn't really matter. We can stick them on mm. the list or not. It's up to you. So there we go. We're looking for the other guys. Got it. The non-Scots who captained Rangers yeah. after more. Derek Johnson. So you're doing quite well. You've got John McClellan, Terry Butcher, Lorenzo Amoruso. You've got Craig Moore. You've got Stefan Kloss, Stephen Davis, James Tavernier. We're looking for two more. The I don't remember his under McCle- I'm sure it was McCloy's. The American centre half. I can't remember his name. It's gone. The American centre half. I'm on the right track here, gone. Oh yeah, absolutely. American centre half. half. I'm sure it was under <laughs> McCloy's. He played for America. The USA. <laughs> he played for the USA. Bo- Bocanegra. That's it, that's it. Yes. He never captain Rangers. Yeah, he did. He? Yeah, he, he did. did. <laughs> How did you get that? Because I was trying to think. Nah, someone's texted him that. They must I'm have... glad he didn't get my phone out. Bocanegra. You've got one more. Carlos. And yeah. in terms of famous Rangers players in this period, famous foreigners, he's sort of up there, this guy. Gives a clue. That was your clue. If we're talking like Loudro Yeah There we go uh, Was Loudro the captain? Uh, Brian oh, Loudro no. no he wasn't There we go <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Loudro was the captain Thank you to yes. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Thanks for all your calls and tweets It was another busy show So apologies if you didn't get through But the good news is We can do it again tomorrow Six o'clock Be here I'll be here In the company of Hugh Keevans And Derek Johnson And in the meantime Stay where you are Callum Gallagher is up next